Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jura, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, John Goslin hit with child abuse allegations. There's so much going on, it's super stressful. We have his only interview about his struggles with his son. I have to take, like, parenting therapy. Then, inside the Fresh Prince reunion with the cast member who once hated Will Smith. If you want me to kiss your butt, you have got to put it in my contract. Will, I hope you realize how lucky you were. Plus... Get your fingers out of my you. The most explosive fight in Big Brother history? We're with the evicted house guest. I know that when she gets out of this house, we're going to have a phone call. And... I don't know if we're going to be kissing y'all. Chrissy Metz on the big changes coming to This Is Us. ET starts right now. John and Kate Gosselin divorced more than a decade ago, but it seems that they really never resolved their issues, especially when it comes to their eight children. Well, now their ongoing custody battle just went from bad to worse after their 16-year-old son, Colin, accused his dad of physical abuse. Yesterday, he beat me, Colin wrote, adding, he punched me in the face and gave me a swollen nose and I started bleeding. He then continued to kick me in the ribs. Colin's post, which has since been deleted, was written last week. John told us Colin has endured severe trauma, claiming previously it happened while he was attending a special needs facility. I have to take like parenting therapy to understand where he's coming from. The hardest part is when there's an incident or something happens and remember it's not about you or something against you. It's 
the trauma and what happened. John flat out denies hurting his son. His rep tells ET, John has never abused Colin. No charges have been filed against him and there's no ongoing investigation. What's interesting is that Colin seemed upbeat a few days after the alleged incident, posting this new haircut selfie Sunday and writing that he was, quote, doing better than ever. We've determined now that Colin is me and I am him. So this has become a pandemic uh, revelation in our household. So he really is your kind of mirror and now you're looking at yourself. Yeah, complete personality. And for John's birthday in April, Colin posted this pic calling John the coolest, most amazing dad. The drama is just the latest he said, she said since John and Kate's nasty split in 2009. I want my kids off television. The kids obviously are still in his life because he's their dad and they visit him from time to time, but otherwise he lives his own life. You have not seen Colin in two years. two years. I used to go to school and see him, and then he's homeschooled. I'm like, hey, why don't you come? He's like, well, you know, mommy, you know, doesn't let me down. And I, it, it felt like she was just segregating me from him. No! Colin! He pushed me out of the way and he took the power. Because they're over 14 in Pennsylvania, custody is up to them. So, like, my custody, I have custody of Hannah and Colin, and she has custody of four, and men and Kara are adults. My kids, Anna and Colin, that live with me, want to be left alone and they just want to have a normal teenage life. You know, it's been more than 10 years, but we really hope they can work things out for the kids' sake. And speaking of working things out, we got our first glimpse of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's upcoming reunion, and apparently, Will Smith worked something out that shocked us all. Will Smith posted this photo alongside the Fresh Prince's original Aunt Viv, Janet Hubert. They both appear happy, signaling their decades of bad blood could be behind them. Will, fighting doesn't solve anything. Oh no, there could be no fighting, babe. Will also included this shot, taken yesterday by the other surviving cast members in their iconic living room to commemorate the show's 30th anniversary. That's Daphne Maxwell-Reed, who replaced Hubert after three seasons in 1993. So why is this face-to-face with the OG Viv so unexpected? Well, let me take you back. Okay, now, tell me about the young Will Smith. Why? <laughs> I've tried to reset it back into the, the hell file. She went nuts! Long story short. I seem to recall coming to you and saying, maybe we could get a little raise. And your response to me was, my deal is my deal, and y'all deal is y'all deal. Will has never publicly responded to that claim, so we'll be popping the popcorn to hear his side when the reunion special airs on HBO Max. Now to some more TV drama. Last night on Big Brother All-Stars. You're out of my face because I'm talking calmly and you want to yell. How are you feeling emotionally about that fight as you sit here today? You know what? There's a lot of things that are going through my head. Don't get to play victim in this situation. You you don't want to let me finish, then don't you use me. A day after her eviction, Bailey Dayton spoke to us about what she feels is a double standard for black players. This intense confrontation with housemate Christmas was the tipping point. Good game, Bailey. Wow, what did I do? If I was clapping in somebody's face, I'm a ghetto black girl. It's unfair. She does it. It's unfair. And she's fine. She's it's just unfair. upset. You cuss her out. Everybody's going to blame you. <gasps> oh, God. She's ignorant to our own ignorance. If I were to do what Christmas did, this is how we would be labeled. And I hope that eventually Christmas sees, you know, the difference between 
the way she conducts herself and the way that we conduct ourselves in the double standard there. Now on to some fictional TV drama. We've got an exclusive update on the return of This Is Us. I have the first two scripts, but I don't know what's going on. Okay, from one to five tissues, the first two scripts are how many tissues? Three to four. Whoa, whoa. Can we get a taste of what's in the first two scripts? Can you see me? I can't. Can you see me? Are you there? Don't try to act like our connection is gone down. (laughs) The season premiere will be two hours long, airing November 10th on NBC, and the pandemic will be a part of season five's storyline. Whatever it takes, right guys? I'm excited about it because I think that people look to the Pearsons for like, how do we navigate life? Can y'all kiss anymore? Can you like, what's gonna happen? I don't think we're gonna be kissing. (laughs) We might a side, like the side church hug or something, but I don't know if we're gonna be kissing y'all. Yesterday, Chrissy had a mini reunion with her TV mama. Mandy Moore honored Chrissy at the Step Up Together Digital Summit. Chrissy is a strong advocate for women building confidence and pathways to success. Step Up, it's one of those organizations that support girls of color who are in undeserved communities. So it really just bolsters girls. That to me is just absolutely essential. What a beautiful cause to get behind. All right, moving on to comedy star Allison Hannigan. Halloween is a big deal for the mom of two, and while the pandemic may sideline some trick-or-treating festivities this year, Allison has a game plan. How does Halloween survive for you and the family? How are you gonna pull it off? We are going to trick-or-treat at home. They're gonna go trick-or-treating at every single door, and my husband and I will be at every door and we will give them treats. Carving jack-o'-lanterns is also fun for the family, and Allison's new competition show gets us right in the spirit. This is Outrageous Pumpkins! We actually uh, shot Outrageous Pumpkins in November last year. Just the tricks that I was learning and like all the different techniques that I never would have thought of. Seven of the most amazing pumpkin artists are facing off in a carving competition that is on fire. If you make a mistake, you can use crazy glue to fix it. What? Knives down! (laughs) The four-episode competition debuts on the Food Network Sunday, September 20th. And can you believe this year is the 15th anniversary of How I Met Your Mother? It was finger painting day at school and a five-year-old boy got to second base with me. This is from E.T.'s first set visit. Actually, we were realizing that if we had not gotten picked up, that this would be our last day today. Because this is the end of our 13th episode. Oh, that's so good. I do remember the first several seasons, we were always considered the bubble show, and I'm glad we got picked up. That was really nice. By the way, How I Met Your Mother isn't the only sitcom celebrating a milestone. It's your 25th anniversary of the Drew Carey Show. Wow. Our exclusive with Drew in our throwback to set with the cast. Hi, Entertainment Tonight. Oh, my God. I can't believe this show got picked up. Then we put another Drew to the test. You at E.T. with your arsenal like no other show on the planet. How well does Drew Barrymore know her most famous movie lines? I love this. This is so fun. And a Friday flashback. Thank you for this award. To when we first met the Trout star. You're watching... Entertainment tonight. But first, a little flashback Friday with my friend and colleague Thomas Roberts. He's the new host of Daily Mail TV starting Monday. Got a little clip to play for you. How do I look as a blonde? 
Uh, not so good. Not so good? Not, no. not with this. No? Do you see that I wore a blue tie for you? What tie? To match? Do you see this? We match. Oh my goodness, we do, and it even has a little purple. That is so good. I love that. What was going on with you and Kate Hudson? She was on the Fool's Gold uh, press junket. You know, I always tried to have like a gimmick because everything's about a moment, Kevin. Yep. Yep. I learned that from the best. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. The late 80s and 90s were all about stand-up comics landing their own sitcoms, right? Roseanne, Tim Allen, Jerry Seinfeld... And this year marks the 25th anniversary of The Drew Carey Show. You know, E.T. was there from the start. The Great Big Brotherhood of Man. 25 years this year, 25th anniversary of The Drew Carey Show. Wow. Here's us. I don't ever watch myself on TV. Mm -hmm. And one time, like years after we were doing the show, I watched the pilot, where as much as I could stand, and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this show got picked up. Hi, Entertainment Tonight. It's real exciting. It's like winning the lottery, but you can't quit your job. Drew got paid 60 grand an episode in that first season. For the former U.S. Marine, it was a dream job. I mean, I'm really getting like not much money compared to other sitcom stars, but compared to like people at work, I'm getting a ton of money. I don't want to get caught with my pants down. Nobody wants that, Drew. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. Thanks. Pardon me. He doesn't have enough lines this week, so he's kind of mad at me. Rewrites, rewrites, I remember my part, I, had, I was like, oh, you know, really high, great big brotherhood, oh. And the, the, they had a coach, and the coach said to me, can't you hear that you're flat? And I was like, no. <laughs> what you didn't know about the show, Mimi wasn't supposed to be a series regular, but she stayed on because the fans loved her. And Drew didn't need to wear those glasses. He got LASIK eye surgery before season five. If you ever watch one of these shows and people complain about the hours they have on their sitcom, they're full of it. <laughs> it's really easy. Well, you know, this is a double flashback Friday because we're also going to show you when we first met another Drew, Drew Barrymore. I love too. From her first blockbuster at age seven to becoming a talk show queen. I'm not the little girl from EC anymore. I have grown up. Yeah. A sneak peek at plans for her big daytime premiere. I just started crying and it felt so right. Welcome back. You know, we are just three days away from the premiere of the Drew Barrymore Show, and that's why Drew is joining us right now. Hey, you have an incredible lineup for premiere week. Tell us about some of the guests that are coming in. Well, I'm proud to say that that all-important first guest, it was Cameron and Lucy. When oh, they yeah. came into my head, yeah. I just started crying, and it felt so right. But it was all smiles when the ladies reunited, and E.T. has this exclusive first look. Oh, my God. <laughs> Charlie's Angels turns 20 in November. What is one of your favorite memories from the set? Oh my goodness, that is hard because there is so many. I think my favorite 
memory is the fact that we're still making them. If people don't believe it, we're going to show you a clip right now from the junket because you, your friendship really is real. When anyone would walk in the trailer, we'd scream each other's names. Yeah. You at E.T. Yeah. with your arsenal like no other show on the planet. Okay, we're going to play a little quick game before you go. I'm going to read a line. I want you to tell me which movie of yours is it from? Oh, I love this. This is so fun. What if you meet the love of your life? but you already married somebody else. Are you supposed to let them pass you by? He's just not that into you. Dang, you're good. Okay, right now I feel like I'm doomed to wander the planet alone forever. Ever after? The wedding singer. Oh, interesting. Right now I feel like I'm doomed to wander the planet alone forever. It's so funny because I could hear myself saying that line. Ooh. This might be my favorite of your movies. Oh my God, someone ate my entire pie. I don't know how that happened. Josie Grossi, never <laughs> been kissed. I am Josie Grossi, by the way. No, come on. That character was sort of written, but you know, it wasn't hard to bring her to life off the page. Oh my God, someone ate my entire pie. Hello. Drew has had so many memorable roles during her nearly four decade career, but when we first met her in 1982, she was seven, sweet, and already confident in front of the camera. Her first blockbuster, E.T., was just about to hit theaters. Are you excited about E.T. coming out this week? Uh, of course. Have you seen the movie yet? Yes, I've, but I haven't seen it with a live audience. What was it like working with Steven Spielberg? It was really fun, and I enjoyed working on E.T. You want to do more movies and keep the family tradition going? Yes. E.T., phone it's like throwing balloons up and throwing flowers up because I love E.T. E.T., we can't beat anything. Steven makes it special. E.T. makes it special. Steven, by the way, is also Drew's godfather. Yeah, she was born into Hollywood royalty. Her parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents were all actors. But Drew was just your typical kid. Making faces at you. Right. You're not making this very easy. About you. <laughs> I can't believe the tape is running. Drew Barrymore, E.T. Thank you for this award. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. This is my first award. E.T. became the highest grossing film of all time, making $663 million at the box office. Its massive success catapulted Drew into the spotlight. At seven years old, she became the youngest person ever to host SNL. I'm a Barrymore. Get me a drink and make it a double. <laughs> I'm not the little girl from E.T. anymore. I have grown up. In the 90s, Drew took on some edgier roles. I can just imagine, you know, my godfather watching this. <laughs> I mean, how embarrassing he's going to watch me, you know, having sex on a Mercedes Benz in the rain. I mean, that's terrifying. I did it for 10 days straight it took to shoot that scene. To do the crying, the screaming, the hyperventilation. I was free, I cleansed the demons, you know? I was like, yes! Yeah, Drew faced her share of demons growing up in the public eye. I think that everybody has problems growing up. Growing up is hard to do. <laughs> but she came out even stronger, turning herself into a rom-com darling and producing powerhouse. 
I insist you return my things at once. I didn't want to play at Cinderella who waited to be rescued. I couldn't do that. You're the wedding singer. I get to come to work every day and work with Adam Sandler and laugh my head off. I could just get one kiss. 1999's Never Been Kissed marked two career milestones for Drew. Her first executive producer credit and... This one's my 30th, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Imagine 30. Yeah, I keep thinking, God, I've gotten 30 amazing opportunities. All that we cared about was making this fun for people and hopefully enjoying the process ourselves and then giving it out to people so that they could have fun. Drew Barrymore, Great Gardens. Drew won her first Golden Globe in 2010. You just try your best and then something like this happens. But her biggest accomplishment was becoming a mom two years later with the birth of daughter Olive. Her second daughter Frankie was born 19 months later. They're my favorite people on the planet and they are my joy. I understood that when they were born that that was the purpose of my life. All right, coming up, what if there was a movie with Batman, Spider-Man, and Pennywise all sharing the screen? Well, there is, and we have your exclusive behind-the-scenes look. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. A powerful and moving symbol of New York City's recovery after 9-11, the tribute in light shines bright on this, the 19th anniversary of the terrorist attacks that we will never forget and change this country forever. Yeah, it sure did. Now, before we go, only E.T. was behind the scenes of Robert Pattinson's new film, and Kev, he sounds nothing like the Cape Crusader. I see here and gather him. Our Pats is a southern preacher in the dark Netflix movie The Devil All the Time, which also stars Spider-Man Tom Holland and Pennywise himself, Bill Skarsgård, who had a big surprise for his son in the movie. I was like, hey, so I, I heard that you're really scared of Pennywise. And he goes like, yeah. Hello. I'm like, do you know who plays Pennywise? And he goes, and I do the Pennywise face, and he just goes, Maybe the little guy had a moment of panic, but don't worry, Bill told me the boy laughed and got really excited. And then ran away. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend, everybody, and make sure you join us on Monday for our Season 40 kickoff. Hey, you. Who, me? Yeah, you. What? You want to watch something fun? It's the best. Woo! Something that feels like an escape. OET has got you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. A big wow. It's no wonder we've been number one. Dun, dun, dun. For four decades. What? Get out! This is where we really get down to the good stuff. Only on ET. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, 
the weekly show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to the weekly show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.